Live from Next Gen Studios, this is The Sports Page. Welcome and thank you for listening to The Sports Page. I'm Ashton Nix, he's Chris Robb. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. They're both at Sports Page Radio. And Chris, this is our first episode since the Super Bowl. We're going to cover that a little bit here. What, you know, what, what difference do you think, what happened in the Super Bowl that we, you know, kind of talk about last week, maybe not have expected or, or did it go down how we expected? Uh, it kind of went exactly how I expected as far as like, um, you know, I, I, from what I remember, I said that um, it would be a close game and that the Rams talent would take over. And I, I think that, you know, that's exactly what happened at the end. You know, they, you know, the Bengals are driving and then all the talent they have on defense, Aaron Donald getting the big stop. And um, it was, it kind of played out how I thought it would and not how I wanted to, because I was going for Cincy, but you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it, is, it was a great game. It was an amazing game. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Anytime you have a team win uh, their first Super Bowl in a while or for, or first uh, or first Super Bowl ever. I know this was technically the Rams second Super Bowl, but, is their first in LA, uh, their right. their first one being um, in St. Louis, obviously, and yeah, it was a close game. I think looking back at it, it was kind of a boring game. Um, overall, it, it it was a great game. Yeah, um, yeah. But saying it was a three point game out of all the close games, it I think it's kind of considered a boring game. But obviously, it was much more yeah. entertaining than. Uh, it was it the Seattle Denver Super Bowl a few years back where they just yeah, Seattle, the blowout? yeah the blowout yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot more <laughs> yeah. entertaining uh, scary moments especially with Joe Burrow you know grabbing his knee and uh, when you go to the instant replay it's showing he just it looks like he's screaming in pain and right luckily it, it comes out that it was a sprained MCL and, and nothing torn or, or or this prolonged injury yeah. that, that they're going to have to deal with. But I was hoping that we would get uh, Evan McPherson, we get a chance to tie the game at the end. Just the yeah. legend that's building around this rookie, or I guess he's not really a rookie anymore now that the season's over. Right. Yeah. But, it was, uh, I mean, I thought, I thought it was set up perfectly for it. It just seemed like, you know, they were making the plays and then, I was just like, well, this, you know, it's kind of written. And then, you know, Aaron Donald did what he did. But, yeah, you're definitely right. And I thought I thought at two – at different points, both teams were running away with this game. Uh, up until – up until that 70 – you know, at the beginning, was it right after halftime? Just yeah. the 75-yard touchdown pass, which probably should have been offensive. Or not oh, offensive yeah. pass interfering, but uh, hands to the face. Yeah. Uh whatever find no calls exciting play uh, i thought the rams had it had it before that they were up was it 13 13 nothing and then they missed the extra point yeah. about to go 14 nothing and then uh the Bengals had that 75 yard touchdown play and i think it was the very first play of the next drive they intercepted yeah. and i'm thinking oh yeah. they're gonna score a touchdown go up uh, i think it was gonna be 24 to 13 at that point mm-hmm. but Two. The Rams held them. Um, I think at this point is when uh, Odell Beckham, somewhere in there when they were trailing, obviously they were trailing because they were trailing it to the end. Uh, Odell Beckham gets hurt. 
Mm-hmm. And it's it was a really weird back and forth game. I, I call it weird because looking back, it's not like, man, that was one of those all time great Super Bowls. It seemed boring to me kind of looking back. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it was the matchups. Uh, Burrow yeah, Stafford in five years, maybe. Or if yeah. Burrow has his great Hall of Fame career and Stafford does a couple more things to get in the Hall of Fame or he's at least looked at as a great quarterback, maybe 10, 15 years from now we look back like, man, that was that was a, a Super Bowl of great titans. You had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks or caliber quarterbacks. And we just right. remember it differently. Yeah. Uh, I think it because yeah sorry but uh i think it might be because i don't know did you have like a rooting interest in the game like i you know because usually i'm either rooting against tom brady or against pat mahomes so like it wasn't as interesting um that that probably was you know how i felt uh you know while i was watching the game yeah no typically when i have a rooting interest it's more biased Right. So it can still be a good game, but different. Play- I may not look at, at, you know, the career Donovan McNabb had or even Eli Manning. Um, I feel like I'm biased, although a lot of people agree Eli, Man- Eli Manning will be a Hall of Famer, but probably shouldn't be just because if his, st- his stats really weren't there, except in the playoffs, two Super Bowl runs. Uh but really great careers for players that were on Washington or Philadelphia or uh, or maybe in baseball or the Yankees, teams that you typically don't like. Uh, I think there's a lot uh, of, of being biased there that you really don't enjoy watching great talent like you should because it's a rival. So that's why I thought in this Super Bowl it would be it would be different. I mean, I, I definitely appreciated Aaron Donald, what he did in that. Uh, probably should have been the MVP, but that you know that's another story for another day about having to right. turn in Super Bowl votes, MVP votes by the two minute warning. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. I think there was a not very there not very much build up to the Super Bowl because you have Cincinnati, a small market team, a, a team that historically has never done anything. And then you have the Rams who, again, they're not this big juggernaut. I mean, they made a lot of uh, acquisitions and trades this year to to be a really talented team. But it's not the Cowboys. It's not the Steelers. It's not the Patriots 49ers. Yeah, they don't really have a fan base either. And that was my next point. Like, yes, it's in Los Angeles. But if you look uh, at the ratings, uh, Cincinnati was the number one market that watched this game. You had Detroit right. number two, no surprise, Matthew Stafford. But Los right. Angeles wasn't even the top ten for their team being in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what it is. Like, it's just they don't really have that that backing behind them. They don't have, like, that fan base to push them. You know, I like, I go on social media. I'll go on Twitter or, you know, Instagram or something like that. And I'll, you know, I, I have friends that are fans of every team, you know. But it's funny that. You know, we talk about the Rams. I went to college in Missouri, and all of my Missouri friends were talking about it. But I also have friends in California, and they weren't talking about it. So, you know, like, you know, because they were in, in St. Louis for so long. So it, it was just, just kind of weird, like, you know, not seeing them really pushed by fans on social media or, you know, you know, something like that. But um, it's it was 
it was weird. It was it was I thought it was a pretty good game though. Maybe it was because of the environment I was in. I was in a pretty lively environment, so it probably Yeah, no, maybe. absolutely. Overall it was a great game. I, I'm really grading it on a curve as as it's a three point game and it goes down to the last drive. You start automatically putting in your head ranking different games. This is one of the best. Exactly. And it just wasn't up to that par, but overall it was an above average game. Yeah, above average above Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was, was entertained. I was satisfied with it. It just, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe we're just used to seeing uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger, you know, the great quarterbacks. Uh, or, or, I mean, not that Burrow and Safford aren't, but you have these established quarterbacks that you know are going to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks uh, in these games so you know what you're seeing. And right now we have no clue. Uh, Joe Burrow may never make another Super Bowl for all we know. He may just drown. And, you know, Jared Goff made it to the Super Bowl also, and the Rams, and look what happened to him. Uh, so you never know what's going to happen. We, we suspect Joe Burrow is going to be, uh, you know, have this great, Hall of Fame type career, uh, Matthew Stafford. You know he makes, you know, stat wise he sticks with it. He might be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but uh, I think we like the matchup in that sense where it's a non rooting bias there. But then we're like, man, you don't have that team to root for. Just like you said, there's not that rooting interest. Maybe you don't have that hate in there that you don't want a certain person or certain team to win. Yeah. So maybe it takes it out of it for you. I could I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, that's that's perfect. It's probably it wasn't one of those, you know, the David Tyree catch game or the Santonio Holmes catch game, but it was it was solid, like you said, above average. Yeah, and it could have been because uh, looking back on that final play, that fourth and one, that uh, Jamar Chase had actually gotten past Jalen Ramsey, who'd fell, fallen or gotten tripped up and. If Joe Burrow just had a little bit more time, he had wide open receiver for what yeah. was potentially the game winning touchdown. Man, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, game of inches, um, you know, game of just everybody holding their assignment for just long enough, and he didn't get it. You know, the whoever I don't know why they decided to put a one on one matchup on Aaron Donald with the game on the line, but you know, that's like you know another story for another day, but. Yeah. Yeah, and ending the NFL season going on uh what's starting to become I guess the prime part, you know, of the NBA season. Not really coming down to the wire yet. We're just to the All-Star break and man, the Mavs, the Mavs are rolling right now. Right. Yeah. It's um they're looking really good. Luca's looking really good. I feel like he's energized after that. You know the KP trade. I think he's. I don't know. It, yeah, just, there's there's a lot of there's there's a lot of uh, jokes going on about that. Yeah, I think he's like he he's playing like he has something to prove though, and it's like, you know, that's it's a it's amazing. I mean, he's a great player. He's still young though too, so he he does have a lot to prove. But um, you know, he's just he's in play. He's playing incredible. Yeah, he nearly had a another fifty point game last night, uh, which would have been two in four games, and yeah. um, you know missed a couple free throws at the end, which is really the only negative thing you could say about that game. Uh, and, and I don't know if you want 
your team to be this hot going into the all-star break and they're not going to play another game for a while. Uh, but you obviously would rather them, you know, you know, Luca be on this tear than be on a slump going into the all-star break. But yeah, right now the Mavs have won six out of the last seven. They're currently fifth in the Western conference, just a game and a half back of the Utah jazz who they'll play next in about a week uh, after the all-star weekend. But yeah, Luca, 49 points, 15 rebounds and eight assists against the Pelicans. He's just, you know, has a career high game the day we find out Porzingis has been traded and then he goes off for another 40 something points and then he has a couple 30 point games and then this 49 point game. I don't know. Maybe he's just finally in shape. I don't know what's going on, but things are looking great for the Mavs right now. Things are looking great for Luca. Um, How that, you know, we talked about that trade last episode and we'll see if it turns out, you know, I think long-term it's better for the Mavericks. I don't know about this season. Um, They haven't done a lot in their first couple of games, but Luca's been carrying the team. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. I'm, I, I, you know, now that the se- the football season's over, you know, everybody's focus kind of shifts towards basketball because it's the only sport going. But you know, especially because Dallas is is a you know it's a football town. But um, you know, hopefully they'll get a little bit more recognition. I mean, I hope hopefully Luca will get a little bit more you know MVP recognition. You know, he's been he's like you said he's been carrying the Mavs. KP really hasn't played all year. He's, you know, been doing this, keeping him afloat. He's fifth in the West. So, you know, hopefully he can keep it going after the All-Star break, like you said. Yeah, like I said, Mavericks fifth place right now. They're 35-24. Uh, let's talk about, <laughs> real quick, the divisions. Uh, the NBA, are there, there pretty much no reason for the divisions, correct? I think we mentioned this in a different episode. But uh, NBA, you know, because they're second in the Southwest Division, but you yeah. don't you don't get anything. I think back in the day, if you won the division, you automatically got like a top three seed. But that obviously doesn't matter anymore. Maybe for scheduling purposes. Yeah, it was. I think it was like a top four or something like that. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even sure they still do that. But I'm not sure actually. You get a banner though. I mean, <laughs> you get, <laughs> if you get that matters. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if I know. That matters, yeah. If if that's something to you, I, I know in the in NFL, obviously you get rewarded more for winning your division and people care more about it. But no, I, I didn't even plan to talk about that. I was just looking at my notes and saw they were second in the Southwest division behind Memphis. And like, nobody ever talks about that. I don't think there's a point to it. Yeah. It's um, not, it, it's not. Yeah. And real quick, uh, before we, you know, go into if we even go into it that deep before we talk about the winter Olympics uh, today, it was announced or maybe yesterday that the MLB has canceled the first week of spring training games um, because obviously they have the, the lockout going on right now. Um, and they say they're probably not going to miss any regular season games. And I couldn't imagine them doing it because really they're not that far away uh, from an agreement, I know they haven't had any really good talks, but the information that's been put out there is it's real petty what what the, what the disagreements are. And you're talking about losing a lot of money 
by missing regular season games. But uh, as of now, they say they're going to, they're not going to be any um, spring training games earlier than March 5th. Right now they've been pushed off till at least then. Yeah. Which is kind of, uh, you know, being in here in DFW, being a Rangers fan, we cover the Rangers a lot. It's a little disappointing because the Rangers you know, have had such a great offseason signing some big yeah. names. Crazy, yeah. and, and I'm not sure that they're they're finished yet signing some some good talent. So I was actually looking forward the Rangers might make a run at a, mm-hmm. at least a 500 season this year wow. uh, and push forward to you, you know the future. But yeah. uh, I, I guess we will talk about baseball more as we get in more information about this lockout there's just not a whole lot going on right now yeah it's tough like it's you know it seems like they're disagreeing over kind of like a small amount i think i'm not sure if the number's correct i think it's like ninety thousand. like it's a ninety thousand dollar difference yeah in between the talks and it's like man just you know just agree and you know get them going because you know, I think they're supposed to be reporting the spring training or something like that. Yeah, pitchers and catchers were supposed to report this yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this week. So it's like, man, it's that's such that's that's pennies to you know what I mean. And it's just like that. I don't know that people being stubborn or um, or whatever, but you know, hopefully they can come to an agreement soon. Yeah, ninety thousand dollars for what's basically the big issue they're still talking about i mean there's obviously a lot of issues but the minimum player salary mm-hmm. uh there's a difference in it's like 500 something thousand they went up to 600 something thousand difference in about 90 uh 90 000, like you said ninety thousand dollars a year which i i understand the the owner's perspective there, that's a lot of players too adding yeah, up yeah, but yeah. but how much money are you losing by not having a season uh yeah. they wouldn't even let coronavirus screw up the I mean it did kind of screw up the season but they wouldn't let it cancel the season uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago so because there'd be so much money lost with TV rights and TV deals so I I don't think they're going to let this happen I mean it, it's too much money I don't think the players want that I don't think the owners want that hopefully just have a slightly shortened uh, spring training and get right back into the season on time I'd hate for it to be a shortened season again. It's just you don't really take a lot. You don't take it very much seriously in the grand scheme of things. Like looking back, I'm not saying that the the Dodgers don't have a World Series championship. They obviously do. They won it here at the Rangers Stadium. Right. But when you're looking at statistics and home runs, hits, strikeouts games one when you have a 60 game season like they did in 2020 it's it's almost like a, a throwaway season for yeah. for a lot of teams and i'd hate to have yeah. another one of those you know i want a real full-length baseball season this year yeah and you know yeah like you said it's just coming to an agreement and you know hopefully everything will kind of play out I, they they've been meeting a lot you know, it's just, and it's every time I see the tweets like, oh, they're, they're about to meet today. And then, you know, I see, oh, no agreement. I'm like, dang, that's, you know, because it's tough because I, I I was excited to see, you know, the Rangers and, um, you know, 
the new players they acquired, I was ready to go to the games because I went to a couple games at the end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, going into next year, I was definitely excited to see, you know, you know, the new players and the new players that they were talking about adding. Um, you know, they're trying to add a couple more pieces, but, you know, I guess we'll see how everything goes. Yeah, and before all of this happened, uh, when they were having their winter meetings, I know the ownership groups didn't seem very concerned about the lockout. They're like, yeah, there's going to be a lockout, but we'll get it figured out. So hopefully hopefully they do, and, and uh, we'll have a lot of baseball to talk about on this show uh, coming up this season. Right. And now, obviously, we haven't even talked about it this year or or, or on this show about uh, the Winter Olympics. It it obviously doesn't keep, you know, stand up to the the glory of the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if you're listening and you're you know, a Winter Olympic athlete, that's even the right terminology, you, you would obviously disagree <laughs> with me, but uh, it, it doesn't have the ratings at least here in the u.s you know obviously because there, there's less events and the u.s competes much better in the summer olympics mm-hmm. but uh right now the the winter beijing 2022 olympics uh right now the medal count i don't know how they want to rank these as who who wins the olympics air quotes if it's just gold medals total medals but they have it ranked here uh in gold medals and obviously Norway's uh, not so obvious, like you just thought Norway's this big powerhouse, but it's not a big surprise Norway being uh, yeah. such a cold country. And, you know, they, right. they would have the, the, uh, the athletes and the experience, but they're, they're in first place in gold medals. They have 15, uh, 34 medals total. And that just seems like such a small number with only two days left in the Olympics uh, because summer Olympics, is obviously many more events. Uh, oh, Germany, yeah. yeah, Germany, you has 10 gold medals, but the U S is third. They have eight gold medals, uh, tied with China, but they have 21 total more than China or seven yeah. more total. They have 21 total more, there'll be seven more than China, which I was surprised. I thought the, the U S did a lot, uh, were a lot lower in the Olympics, but they're, they're right up there with, with a lot of these yeah, teams. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Netherlands, Sweden, Switzerland, the uh, uh, even Russia, or we'll get to that in a minute. The Russian yeah. Olympic <laughs> Committee, uh, right? The these no- northern Arctic or close to Arctic weather type countries that would obviously have more of an advantage because you look on the U.S. team. I've watched a little bit a lot of the, some of the skiing. There are a lot of athletes that are from Utah. Like, well, that yeah. makes sense. There's mountains. It's cold. Yeah. There's some from Colorado. You're not going to have a lot of athletes that are from Florida and Southern California, Texas, and that that makes a lot of sense. But you know, looking at these events, it's it's kind of like the same thing over and over again. Like the summer games, you have so many more different you know basketballs thrown in there, which is is kind of weird. It's it, it's not a winter event, obviously, but it's just there. Uh, you have uh, you like the summer Olympics are just the Olympics for the most part. Um, there's nothing summer to them. It's just, you don't have the ice sports, but, uh, you basketball and soccer are thrown in there, you know, track and field events, but that track and field and swimming are kind of what the winter Olympics seem to me. It's like three different things, three different sports. And then you're throwing different ideas like 
you know, obviously swimming is you have different events, track and field, you have different events, but then you have skiing and then you have, okay, how far can you jump or how many tricks can you do? And then you're going to speed ski down and go around these obstacles. It's, it's like the same sport. Then you have uh, figure skating, ice skating, and skiing are the three main deals and how many different variations of it can we do? Yeah. Um, snowboard. It, it's only, it's only one thing, you know, for snowboarding, one event. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah snowboarding. It, yeah. But, yeah, it's repetitive, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and then there's different figure skating than the the dancing, but it's to me, you know, being I guess a Neanderthal, unsophisticated person, uh, <laughs> like that's just figure skating. It's right. dancing on yeah. skates. Uh, but and you know what? Um, was it Sean White is still competing? Like yeah, I didn't I even know he was yeah. still in the Olympics. I don't know his age. I don't know how many Olympics he's been in, but. It, it seems like since I was in you know high school that he was competing in the Olympics. It's just I saw him. I'm like, oh, that's why most people are watching Sean White. Like I thought he had retired. But no. <laughs> but going back to when I when I had mentioned Russia, Russia technically isn't competing in the in the games. It's the Russian Olympic Committee is what they call themselves, the ROC. The ROC. Yeah. ROC. They're ninth place in the medal count right now, uh, at least in gold medals. And the reason that the ROC is because there's there's all these uh, scandals and failing drug tests, uh, mostly performance enhancing drugs. I guess I don't know if they they're classifying as PEDs, mm-hmm. but uh, somehow Russia is getting around this, and they're just calling them the ROC. Now, with that going on, you have one of their more uh, popular figure skaters uh, competing for the ROC. Um, attempt to say her name the best. It doesn't look like it's very difficult, but I know I'm going to say it wrong. But Camelia Valiva, she's yeah. uh, she's a women's 15 year old women's figure skater competing uh, competing for the ROC in the Olympics, obviously. And she had failed a drug test. She got a, a positive drug test. It was a big big deal this week. Whether she was going to compete or not, they eventually let her compete before we were able to talk about it here on this show. And she didn't do very well, but uh, she fell down multiple times. She finishes fourth, which, you know, I'm thinking, hey, top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get really close to <laughs> getting a medal. But I guess if you train, especially in Russia, I think it's a lot more serious in Russia than oh, here's yeah. in the U.S. Now, obviously, you're disappointed if you don't win a medal, if you don't medal at all. Uh but now I'm thinking, hey, you're still kind of an Olympic hero in the U.S. You're probably getting endorsements, and you now you can go. If she's 15. She's going to you know be competing in the next three or four Olympics, assu- oh, assuming Russia doesn't get yeah. you know, doesn't get disqualified. Mm-hmm. But go back after all this, she still tests positive in one of her drug tests. You think like, okay, guys, let's you know let's fly under the radar. We're here. Nobody thinks we should be here because of all this. So let's just not do anything stupid, especially fill a drug test. Now, she has a a great excuse, very likely story, that she accidentally took her grandfather's medication. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Like 15-year-olds do, right? You know, when you were 15, you, you, you messed up your 
you mixed up your medication, your grandfather's medication all the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And okay. Let's, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt. Let's say she got something messed up. Her grandfather's taking something that's banned by the Olympic committee that <laughs> it probably would help her in this situation. Um, yeah. Regardless, she was allowed to compete. So may, maybe they, you know, a uh, little paragraph here in the store. I'm not going to bore everybody. We, you know, they can go and read. They don't want to hear us read things. But uh, Valavia, uh, Valavia. Now I'm, I, I think I pronounced that differently in the first time. But she was Bel- clear. Valiva. 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 Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, we're going to have uh, the Russians on our case now. <laughs> was cleared to continue competing in the women's figure skating uh, competition at the Winter Olympics. Regardless of how she finishes any event, she nor any of her ter- nor any of her teammates will have a medal ceremony. Um, instead, wow. they said if they do finish in the top, you know, three to, to earn a medal, they're going to give them torches. Whatever okay. whatever that means to them, I I don't know. I as a non non athlete right now that has a dad bod who <laughs> was slightly below average at best in high school as an athlete i i'll gladly take a torch from the uh, from the olympics winter or summer but yeah that's that's our little taste into what you know what we can talk about being um you know obviously i'm a huge sports fan i've had uh, a couple shows you know i've been a, a high school and dallas mavericks beat writer before with the Olympics, you're obviously a pro football player, uh, previously the IFL and college football player. Now you're going to fan controlled football league. So yeah. f- from that, though, that resume of our show, I don't think you can expect much out of us covering the winter Olympics. You know, I, I think I'm explaining <laughs> right. that very fair. I know, no, yeah, I, you know, I, anybody who listens to this show, I don't want them to get the wrong impressions. Like we're just really making fun of this. We don't respect it. You know, I, I definitely respect it as much as I can when I've watched, uh, whatever, whatever Ninja warrior show that is while I'm stuffing my face with pizza saying that doesn't look so hard, which I have done before, but I promise you, you know, I respect the athletes. I respect the games. I just don't want to disrespect y'all by coming in here very professional and saying, uh, with my very limited knowledge that I know what the heck I'm talking about, which I don't. So I, I just want to get that clear, but I want to give them their due. Uh, the Winter Olympics is last week. As an American, uh, I tried to do my duty and support the American team. And I did, wa- I did watch the, uh, it was called the, man, I can't even, it's a brand new sport, not a brand new sport, but a brand new event. See the, the monoluge. Or not the mono, the mono sled, kind of like bobsledding, but it's one person. I did watch the finals of that, watch uh, America take gold and silver. And then I've watched a little bit of figure skating, obviously hockey. We just lost to the Canadians, which happens every year. And I don't think you can be surprised, but you know, we have to talk about it. It's here. It's the winter Olympics. This is our segment on it. And, you know, congratulations, all the medal winners. 
and this is probably the last time you'll hear us talk about it until the next Winter Olympics <laughs> the comes. Next one? What, comes. What is it? Every two years? Every four. Every two years. Uh, oh, okay. Or we'll know every four years for each Olympic. So four years from now will be the Winter Olympics. Okay, two yeah, years will yeah, be the okay. summer. We're going to cover the Summer Olympics a lot uh, more in depth because you have basketball, swimming gets popular, even soccer, uh, some track and field. You know, we'll, we'll be all over the Summer Olympics, but I didn't want to okay. insult anyone and try to pretend like I knew anything. About that Winter Olympics, <laughs> I I tweeted. Um, I think I tweeted yesterday. I said I haven't really watched like a minute of it, and um, I've heard like the stories. I watched the, you know, clips of, you know, her falling, and I think that was the only reason why I um watched this was because like okay yeah, she's fifteen. And she's taking PEDs. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, you know, allegedly, so no, no, allegedly. allegedly, you know, we're going to get, we're going to get assassinated by some Russian allegedly, spies. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. My, yeah. My bad guys. Uh, allegedly, but I, you know, what? I, I kind of feel for her in a sense, you know, to kind of, you know, play devil's advocate. Cause that's a lot of pressure for a 15 year old to. In Russia know, too. In, Ru- uh, in Russia. I'm that, not, yeah, they they don't play around over there. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, be naive and pretend uh, that it's as bad as the movies portray it to be. <laughs> they make it terrible. Yeah, yeah they, they make it bad. <laughs> but there is a lot more pressure as in there is in China and and some other countries where this is where they get their claim to fame. I mean, the USA kind of stumbles into the Olympics and they're going to get uh, quantity-wise medals, top five medals. Always. Uh, the Summer Olympics, it's always U.S., China, and maybe a third country, and they're competing for the top. Uh, I, I understand, again, let's not offend anybody, that all of those athletes, and American athletes, work their butts off. I'm, I'm not trying to say that you just go in and, and you didn't work hard. But as a whole country, you know, if you, sports-wise, you know, we're not going to talk about uh, academia and ranking us with the world. But sports-wise, anytime America competes, by default, we're one of the top teams, you know, outside of soccer, obviously. But hopefully, you know, World Cup coming up. I, uh, I'm i not a huge soccer guy, but I did get pushed into you know, somehow stumbling into being a color commentator for a minor league soccer broadcast one year. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Okay. So yeah. yeah, and I and I fought it every you know I fought to you know every leg of the way. I'm like this is not a good idea. Trust me. But I learned a lot of soccer, and uh, you know main main thing don't call it a goalie. It's a goalkeeper. Goalies are in oh. hockey. Yeah, I was uh, goalkeeper. Okay. You know I was you know nearly laughed out of the place, but I told them don't put me in this position. But <laughs> uh, I I'm I've become a huge soccer fan, a bandwagon fan around World Cup time. So, uh, U.S. is doing better than they were a couple of years ago when they didn't even qualify. So, hopefully yeah. they can make a run at it, and we'll cover that as well. But, yeah, Russia, China, they're, they're trying to compete on this level with the U.S. where if you don't, you know, like I said, you could win a couple of bronze medals, come back, you're, you're an Olympic hero. You're a national hero in the U.S., and for a couple <laughs> of years you're going to be uh, – you're going to be put on commercials and, you know, do events. And in Russia, if you don't win the gold, you, you know, you're, you're lucky the KBG doesn't do anything to you. Is that correct? Is KBG Russia? That may be Germany. I think they are, are, are they RGB or no? Maybe. 
you know, see, that's why I do a sports podcast and not a political podcast. Uh, yeah. I like to think I'm up to date on at least American politics, but you know, I don't even know. Uh, but okay, here, I know this reference. If you don't win the gold, you might, you might get banished to Siberia. Let's say that if that's what happens in Russia, that, that should satisfy everybody just, you know, typing right now on Facebook, trying to, uh, tell us how insulted they are by us right now or by me. You haven't done anything insulting. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm a part of the show, so I'll take part of it. You know, it's fine. No, absolutely. Well, Chris, as always, it's been a pleasure being on this podcast with you. I uh, obviously see you next time. Be sure to follow us and listen to our show. All right. See you guys.